Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 100 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Yes, 100. It's crazy. I cannot believe I just said 100, but this is it. I'm the type of person that isn't afraid to try something. And in my mind, I was just going to try the podcast on. And man, am I happy I did. I recently was racking my brain about what to do with this episode. A giveaway, something catchy like 100 questions in 100 minutes, and then I thought that was crazy. I even asked biz besties and members of Master Shopkeepers what I should do because I couldn't make a decision. And then I realized I really just want to keep this simple. Part of it is the timing of the episode. We are at our busiest right now, including me. I'm getting ready to host Thanksgiving. We have another fun party with friends that bring over their little kids, the holiday season, the store, all of that stuff. So I decided no hoopla. Does anyone even say this anymore? (laughs) No celebration, no asks, meaning I didn't want to ask you to do a darn thing. (laughs) I have no business asking you for anything right now and no giveaways and none of that. I wanted to do something introspective, thoughtful, and simple. And what better way to do that than to share what I've learned from 100 episodes? That's two years of consistency, by the way. And you're going to hear this word come up several times during this episode. But I just want to acknowledge that I am giving myself a pat on the back for this. I always tell you that you should give yourself a pat on the back for things you should celebrate your wins. So I'm letting you know that I am patting myself on the back for this. What a big accomplishment. So today I'm breaking this episode down into four categories. What I've learned about retail, what I've learned about many of you fellow shopkeepers, what I've learned about Savvy Shopkeeper, the business, the platform, and lastly, what I've learned about myself. So let's start with what I've learned about retail. We often think retail is about our stores, our shops, and our products, but it's actually much simpler than this. Retail is about serving and providing value to our customers. I published my first digital book this year. It's a blueprint for marketing a retail business. In the book, I included a quote by Seth Godin that I thought was really, really important for all of us. And I should probably print it and put it up on my my memo board in my office. But people don't buy goods and services. They buy relations, stories, and magic. And it's a really good reminder to us all year long as we're running our businesses. The next thing I have on my list is that brick and mortar isn't dying but omni-channel retail is growing. Yeah, changes have hit, especially when the pandemic started. And that's, you know, almost two years ago. And I think it's really important for retailers to embrace 
the change, the changes that have happened. This is what will help keep us relevant and help us grow. Brick and mortar doesn't have to die. People still love going into stores. People still love shopping small local businesses. That hasn't gone away. It's just that we have to show up for our customers in different ways. We have to serve them in all of the places that they are. That doesn't always mean serving them in a physical location, but it doesn't mean you can't serve them, right? Next on my list is that running a retail business is lonely and secretive, but it doesn't have to be that way. Savvy Shopkeeper is proof of this. I guess I could put this in the Savvy Shopkeeper column too. And when I think about it, the Shopkeeper's Lab, Master Shopkeepers, and for sure the 2021 Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat, these are all proof and evidence that we all want to connect with each other, that we do want to support each other, that we do want to learn from each other. And I'm happy that Savvy Shopkeeper has given hundreds of fellow shopkeepers the opportunity to do this, to be reminded that we all don't have to be competitive, that we don't have to just hide from each other and hold on to our little secrets. So I love seeing this in our community. Next, I'm going to move on to what I've learned about all of you. And really, it's what what are the things that have helped your businesses? And when I say your businesses, that applies to me too, because I have a retail store. And the first thing I put on the list was boundaries are queen or king, however you want to phrase it. Most shopkeepers don't realize that time isn't the obstacle. It's usually us. We're the obstacle. Once you start setting boundaries, you'll realize you can create a work week and a life that you love. I know firsthand that setting boundaries is really hard. Shopkeepers often think that time blocking, that it doesn't work for them. And I have to be careful not to go down a rabbit hole here, but just know that time blocking is in fact effective when we start setting boundaries. That's why I'm saying boundaries are queen. Boundaries have to come first. And if boundaries are queen, then consistency is the princess or the prince. Entrepreneurs love to see a return on investment, don't we? Like we want to post that one post on Instagram and get thousands of likes or post that first reel and get you know, get it to become viral or see that there's been 50,000 views. And when we don't get immediate results or satisfaction, it's easy for us to pivot and try something else. Are you shaking your head with me? You know you all do it. I do it. (laughs) I know. But it's important to give things a decent go and to be consistent while doing it. We see both online and retail businesses that look like they blow up quickly or that are extremely popular or have grown and now they have 20,000 followers and it looks like they have sales all the time and their revenue numbers are incredible. But what we don't see usually are the years of consistency that that business owner put into the business for it to become that popular. Yes, of course, there are unicorns. I've talked about the unicorns before. Yeah, and I'm happy for them. I never want to take anything away from them, nor do I want to minimize their quick growth. But for many, many entrepreneurs, it is years of work. When I think about it, you know, Savvy Shopkeeper has been around for 
nearly five years. Five years. That's a long time. Someone could kind of come along and come into the Savvy Shopkeeper world and see that I hit 100 episodes and see me celebrating my download wins or whatever it is I might share and think, wow, that came out of nowhere. But it didn't come out of nowhere. It came out of five years of consistency. The next thing on my list is mindset first. Always. Your thoughts are the foundation for everything you do, every decision you make. Your thoughts really determine whether you're playing big or small. Trust me, it's your thoughts that are creating that. And entrepreneurs, I think we, we're so focused on the education and learning and taking every bit of information in and then sometimes implementing and often taking action. We are big action takers But then sometimes we find ourselves spinning our wheels and getting frustrated when we don't grow the way we want to and when we end up working 80 hours a week. It's because we keep ourselves so busy with everything else that we don't take the time to nurture ourselves and or nurture our thoughts. And the one thing that I've learned is coaching is a legitimate business investment and sometimes necessary, especially when we want to get unstuck. You have to put your mindset first before you take action. Next on my list is there isn't always a one-size-fits-all growth strategy. So some business owners start their business by bootstrapping, which means they just take whatever cash they have and they start the business that way and then reinvest a little bit and then grow. And then there are the business owners who say, I know exactly what I want. I'm going to take out a $50,000 loan or maybe more And they start and launch their business that way. Growth, I guess my point is, growth isn't really determined by the strategy that you take. Growth is determined by your mindset around the choice that you make. Your mindset around whether bootstrapping was the right decision for you and can still create a fruitful and successful business or whether you feel that way about the debt that you take on to build that business. You see a recurring theme here. I'm talking a lot about mindset and a lot of talk about consistency. And I want to just point you back to episode 96 where I talked about success is subjective because that's important too. I want to remind you not to look at the million-dollar business owner. That shouldn't be guiding your path. You should be guiding your own path. And that's a really good episode to listen to. This episode is brought to you by my new free resource, 100 plus social media ideas for shopkeepers. You may have signed up for my newsletter in the past to get access to 75 ideas, but listen, this download is new and improved. If you struggle with what to post on social media for your retail business, this is a 21 page resource that will get you unstuck. It's packed with ideas and a printable worksheet in the end Because once you start to read through this lengthy list, you're going to be inspired and you'll want to write out your own list of ideas. Download, print, and share this resource with your team members too. I want to make it easier for you to market your business so you can work less, profit more, and grow. To get the free download, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. Next on my list, and this is a really important one, 
because it comes up so much in the groups. Comparing and or despairing are the thieves of joy. When we learn to focus on ourselves and our businesses instead of what so-and-so is doing or what so-and-so is saying, we shift our energy to something we can control versus using our energy on something we can't control, which are other people. Don't let what's happening with other businesses or what a particular business owner is doing, don't let that stifle your own business. Keep your eye on the prize and the prize is your retail business. And the last thing that I want to mention that I've learned about some of you is you. some of you do like the math. Now, I get it. Many of you don't. But there are actually quite a few of you who like cheer me on when I talk about the math and I love it. Regardless of where you stand on this, the one thing I know for certain is that you all want to learn. You all want to work less, you all want to profit more, and you all want to grow. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here, right? So that leads me into what I've learned about Savvy Shopkeeper. I recently did an exercise with my virtual assistant where we both spent some time determining what is the core focus for Savvy Shopkeeper? And it was actually really simple. It came down to two things. It's for me to empower micro retail independent business owners and to support and encourage the Shop Small movement. If I go back and listen to all 100 episodes, I feel pretty confident that this is exactly what I try to do with Savvy Shopkeeper. It's exactly what I try to do with every episode, with all of my social media posts, with everything that I do, all the relationships that I build, all of the brands that I work with. These are the two things that are the core focus for Savvy Shopkeeper. So that for sure is something that I've learned and I'm really proud of. The next one I've learned is that consistency is queen. I know I think I've already said this twice in this episode, so I'm going to keep it simple. But, you know, my my journey here actually with both Savvy Shopkeeper and the Salvage Boutique started off with blogging and it was the consistency that led me to where I am now. And now at Savvy Shopkeeper, it's podcasting. It's the email newsletter. But that for sure has contributed to my growth. Another thing I've learned along the way is I'm a different kind of retail expert. And I'm more than okay with this. I don't have to be like everyone else. I don't have to do and offer the same thing that everyone else does. I don't have to be everyone's cup of tea, right? And that's okay. I genuinely feel that the people who listen to the podcast and join our membership groups, they join because they're like, yep, Kathy's my people. You know, everyone in the group, they're my people. This is my tribe. This is where I belong. And that's exactly how I want people to feel. Again, I don't have to be everyone's cup of tea, and that's okay. The next thing that I've learned about Savvy Shopkeeper is that as a whole, we are a voice. Our community of micro-retailers, we are a voice in this industry. And Savvy Shopkeeper is a conduit to communicate that voice. For example, when Tundra was recently seeking feedback about their platform, they booked two calls with me so that they could listen to a very long list of suggestions and feedback from members in our community. They wanted to know what we had to say about their platform. This is impactful. This voice of ours is impactful. And my plan is to only make this stronger 
for micro-independent retail store owners moving forward. Last but not least is what have I learned about myself in recording 100 episodes? Well, I've learned that I held myself back for way too long. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur at a very young age, and I've talked about this before, and I stifled that for decades, but I also kind of held myself back. I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I knew I wanted to host a retreat. I knew I wanted to do certain things, and no one held me back but me. That's changing, though. And then another thing that I wrote down while I was outlining this podcast episode, I actually wrote these words down. I wrote, I need to listen to my intuition more. But then I actually changed the words and I wrote, I want to listen to my intuition more. My intuition can be really strong at times. And that's another thing that I push down. And I don't want to do that anymore because usually I'm right. (laughs) And usually I just kind of push it away, push it away, push it away. And then I listen. I'm like, why didn't I do that sooner? Why didn't I listen to myself. I don't know if you've ever seen the graphic out there that's on, you know, if you Google it or you've probably seen it on social media, but it says, your gut knows what's up. Trust that. And just in case you have kids in the car, trust that B. (laughs) Your gut knows what's up. Trust that B. And that's what I'm going to do moving forward. Lastly, as I was outlining this episode too, I was on the couch having my morning coffee. My husband, Andy, was sitting there with me and I asked him what he thought has changed about me since I launched the podcast. And he actually mentioned three things. He nailed it, by the way. And he does listen to the podcast. I mentioned him a few episodes back and he sent me a text And I immediately knew he listened to the podcast because he heard what I said in that episode and it made me laugh. So he does listen. So if you're listening, babe, I know you know me well. And this was clear when you answered my question. So these are the three things he said that he felt had changed about me. And I agree. So I included them in this episode. First is that both of my businesses have grown. Yes, they both have. The store and Savvy Shopkeeper. And I feel confident in saying that I practice what I preach. And this is how both of my businesses have grown. I'm not just sitting here coming up with things or teaching lessons that I regurgitate from somewhere else. I am learning along the way as well. And that was my point in starting the Savvy Shopkeeper blog five years ago was to share what I've learned along the way. And I'm doing that more than ever And I'm happy that both of my businesses have grown. Second thing he said was my confidence increase. And I think you've probably all heard this in this episode and definitely more recently over the past few months. I spent the last year going more all in on me. For years, I leaned on others to support my Savvy Shopkeeper journey. To support you, actually, I gave away tickets to other business retreats. I gave away products made by other retail experts. And my big shift, particularly over the past six months, was to lean more on myself. For instance, I taught all five presentations at the retreat in September, and I'll be teaching all masterclasses and master shopkeepers next year. And I started building my own framework so that I can teach it to all of you. I'll share more of this in 2022. 
I realize there's no one that knows all of you and your needs as well as I do. And number three, the third thing that Andy mentioned is he's noticed that I'm more structured and efficient. Those are the words that he used. (laughs) This one actually made me really proud. I mean, I love that he noticed it. I asked him an open-ended question. I didn't bias him in any way, or I didn't kind of give him anything to go off of. So the fact that he said this made me a little giddy. I've worked really hard at this particular part of my life over the past three years, maybe close to four years. I've worked really hard at creating a work week and a life that I love. And I started teaching this part of my framework, the work less part of the framework, at the retreat in September. And it's one of the lessons I received the most feedback on. So yes, I am more structured. Yes, I am way more efficient. Yes, my work weeks would probably surprise some of you. And I love it. And I don't want it any other way. And I look forward to teaching many of you how to build that same kind of life. Not my life, but the life that you want. And last but not least, This community warms my heart and gives back to me in ways I never expected. Thank you all for listening, encouraging me, sending me messages, and sending me feedback, for appreciating me, and appreciating this free resource, the podcast. Thank you for your reviews, your kind words, and for most importantly, taking what I teach and implementing it in your own business, and then sharing your wins with me. It's the most rewarding aspect of hosting this podcast. It really is. And I just have to say thank you. I can't thank you enough. So for those of you who are like, I get so much out of this podcast, I just have to say I get so much from all of you too. For the next six weeks, we decided to celebrate this podcast and celebrate 100 episodes by sharing replays of the top six episodes. And we chose the top six based on data. Of course, you know I love my analytics. But it's also based on your feedback. Even if you listen to the episodes that we're going to replay, even if you listen to them when they first published, I should say, I'm still going to encourage you to listen again because you never know what golden nugget or aha moment you'll have when you aren't so focused on taking it in for that first time. You know, like you're taking it in. It's like when I read a book, I sometimes get so much more out of it the second time around. So I'll be back with a new episode that'll be episode number 107 in January. In the meantime, you can stay connected with me on Instagram. Follow me at at Savvy Shopkeeper. You can sign up for my newsletter by visiting the website, SavvyShopkeeper.com. Or you can join us in the Shopkeepers Lab. It's a super affordable monthly group subscription for all types of retail store owners, not just brick and mortar store owners. There are makers, e-commerce store owners, Etsy shop owners, brick and mortar store owners, and everything in between. It is a super safe and helpful place to be when you're looking to learn from other store owners or other shop owners. So it's time to wrap this up. It is the end of the 100th episode. It is going to be my last episode that I'm really kind of fully recording on for 2021. I am wrapping up, I guess, this holiday season. 
So it's really important for me to tell you that I wish you and your loved ones a beautiful holiday season. And one more thing that's really important, I also wish you a kick-ass end of Q4 in your business too. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. Bye.